There are serious questions of the way that money leaves the country. When US dollars are found in a senior politician's private residence, you must be very, very afraid and very worried. How can the ANC itself continue to block accountability on Palapan? Is the ANC more interested in defending its members or on being on the side of the public? Let's be honest, the last time South Africa was a serious country was when former President Mbeki was in charge. The Cizwe Mbofu Welsh Experience Podcast. Spread the fire, welcome back to SMWX, and in today's episode, we take a deep dive into the letter sent by former President Thabo Mbeki to ANC Deputy President and Deputy President of the Republic, Paul Mashadile. Now, in a recent shorts video on the channel, I asked you who you wanted to see on the channel. You said Professor Pakeng, done. Prince Mashele, done. Advocate Muzis Kakane, done. But you also asked for some more of my own voice. You wanted to hear my own opinions. And here I am, about to dive deep into this question of whether President Thabo Mbeki's letter to Paul Mashatile represents a fundamental change in South African politics. What does it mean for the ANC? What does it mean for the country? And what is the content of the letter? All these questions and more in this episode of our new installment of SMWX Analysis. In the first part of this video, we're going to look at what the letter says and its importance in terms of the Palapala saga. We're then going to go in the second part of this video into what this letter means for the ESCOM crisis as rolling blackouts grip South Africa. And then finally, we're going to zoom out and look at the implications of this letter for the wider political landscape in South Africa. So let's come on to the first part of this video. What is this letter all about? Who is it written by? Who is it to? And what does it mean? So, former President Thabo Mbeki, who was president of South Africa from 1999 to 2008, still a senior member of the ANC and a former president of the Republic, writes a letter to Paul Mashadile, who is currently the deputy president of South Africa, and the Deputy President of the Republic. Now, this is a major moment in South African politics because it's not every day that a former president writes to a sitting Deputy President and expresses grave concerns about what the ANC as the governing party is doing with its power. Now, former President Mbeki has written a few letters before. In fact, he wrote one letter to former President Zuma in 2016. But this letter was different. Back then, former President Mbeki was talking about how a group of veterans had criticized the president, and he said President Zuma should listen to that criticism. But this time, former President Mbeki really went for the jugular and gunned for President Cyril Ramaphosa over this question of Palapal. Now, why is that significant? Let's just take a look at who's writing to whom and why that matters. So former President Mbeki, a former president of the Republic, enjoys lots of public support. Let's be honest, the last time South Africa was a serious country was when former President Mbeki was in charge. 
Look, I'm not saying it was a perfect presidency. He has questions to ask over HIV AIDS, about maybe how he became aloof within his presidency. But let's be serious. South Africa was a real country back then. Our economy was growing at 5%. We were being taken seriously around the world. And we had a president whose gravitas was on a level with other world leaders. So when a former president like that writes to the ruling party and says, I'm unhappy with what's going on, people should sit up and take notice. Now, why does he write to Paul Mashadile? Well, technically, Paul Mashadile is the leader of government business in parliament, and we'll see why that's important. But there's also a political reason. Paul Mashadile did not come from Cyril Ramaphosa's slate. In other words, he's not in President Ramaphosa's camp. So President Mbeki is kind of writing to one part of the ANC, which isn't necessarily supportive of President Ramaphosa right now. And he's saying, why are you defending President Ramaphosa when there is clear evidence of at least a suspicion of wrongdoing? So there's a power game going on here as well, where former President Mbeki is enlisting or trying to enlist the ear of a side of the ANC, which is not necessarily fully aligned with President Ramaphosa. So what was the letter about? Well, it was really about three things. The first thing was, you'll remember last year, Palapala saga explodes. President's million-dollar couch. Dollars are found in the couch, and South Africans are like, what's going on? It's been nearly a year, but President Ramaphosa really hasn't answered any significant questions, hiding behind this idea that there are these investigations that are happening, and as long as they're happening, he doesn't actually have to tell us what happened. So former President Mbeki is writing a letter to say, why is the ANC not doing more to understand what's happening with the couch and all that surrounds the couch and the theft and the allegations of torture? and all the shenanigans that are still up in the air. So that's the first part of the letter. The second part of the letter is about ESCOM. And again, former President Mbeki is asking, there were these allegations of corruption in ESCOM. How come the ANC hasn't pursued those in more detail? And then finally, he looks at deeper questions around the Constitution and the ANC as a whole and the National Democratic Revolution and whether the ANC is still pursuing that course. So that's a background to the letter. Now let's go into what he says about Palapala, because I think this is really fascinating and really interesting. And I might add, I don't think the South African media, maybe as usual, has actually seen the significance of this. So the first thing he says is, how come there was so much uproar about Nganza when former President Jacob Zuma was rightly chastised for the way he handled Nganza and ultimately admitted that he was wrong and had to pay back some money. Well, I'm not sure if he actually admitted it, but he was ultimately forced to account. How come there's this difference between the way we treat Palapala, a president's private residence, actually more money in many ways involved here at least personally than the 8 million that former President Zuma had to pay back as directed by the Concord. And why is it that the ANC is not taking this matter seriously? That's the question. Is there a double standard between the way one former president was treated 
and another. That's not to equate, he says, Nkandla with Palapala, but it is to equate the need for accountability in both places. Then there's also this question about whether there should be a parliamentary inquiry. Now, what does that mean? Think of the Tabo Besta situation. Did you see all those questions that parliamentarians were asking to G4S and to the Minister of uh, Correctional Services, Minister of Justice, uh, all the questions that were being asked to the Minister of Police? Now, how come we have all these questions being asked there, but when it comes to the president of the country, a much more serious situation? Yes, of course, Tabo Besta is bad and people shouldn't escape from jail but the president of the country is the most powerful person in this nation. So how come we don't get questions there in parliament? Well, the reason is that the ANC has used its majority to block such an inquiry. Firstly, through an impeachment inquiry, and then secondly, through what's called an ad hoc inquiry, where you just get questions asked, and there isn't necessarily an impeachment which follows. So former President Mbeki is saying, well, if Tabo Besta's situation can attract all these questions, if we can have all these questions for the Nganza situation, which we did have, how can the ANC itself continue to block accountability on Palapala? And that's really the first part of his letter. Let's read an extract from the letter which explains in more detail exactly what former President Mbeki is saying. He says in his letter, Since then... Many questions relating to this matter have been posed in the public domain. So far, nine months after the Fraser complaint, none of these questions has been answered. In this context, consistent with what Comrade President Ramaphosa said in the open letter I have cited, we must be honest with ourselves and understand that many among the masses of our people will entertain the suspicion that the Palapala matter includes corruption. Now, you'll remember the former CEO of ESCOM, Andre Dereta, did an interview with Annika Larson on ETV where he really blew open all kinds of questions about corruption at ESCOM, saying that it went all the way into cabinet and there were senior cabinet ministers who were in on the theft happening at ESCOM. Now, after he made those allegations... There were legitimate questions when a whole CEO is saying, well, I think cabinet is involved in theft from ESCOM. Remember, this matters because I don't know about you, but I've been experiencing rolling blackouts for a long time now. And these rolling blackouts ultimately come back to corruption, the way that ESCOM resources are being diverted from the people towards fat cat politicians, fat cat ESCOM executives, fat cat corporate interests. So this is linked to the fact that you don't have power right now. So that's why it matters. And when the former CEO of ESCOM says there's serious corruption, we do need to actually sit up and take notice. So former President Mbeki then says, once again, how come the ANC, and remember, he's a member, he's a president, a former president of the ANC. How come we're not taking these allegations seriously? Let's come back to Tabo Besta. Let's come back to Palapala. Why are we not in parliament asking our ministers what's happening? Where is this corruption coming from? Who's involved? Let's do an investigation. So once again, former President Mbeki is saying, 
is the ANC more interested in defending its members or on being on the side of the public? If that means that the ANC has to fire some of its ministers if they're implicated in wrongdoing, then so be it. Rather fire those within our ranks who are doing wrong than defend them and then be found wanting later when the truth finally comes out. So similarly to the Palapala situation from President Mbeki is saying, on ESCOM, South Africa needs answers and the ANC can't continue to veto or in other words to block parliamentary inquiries. Now, why is he saying this to Deputy President Mashadile? Because Deputy President Mashadile has stood up in Parliament and when questioned by opposition parties, he said, why are we not having an inquiry? He said, well, we have the majority and we get to decide what happens in this Parliament. If you want an inquiry, opposition parties, then you should get a majority. And look, fair enough, the ANC is the majority party. It's one the hearts and minds of South Africans, at least enough of them, to be able to govern the country and have 57% in Parliament. So that is true, but democracy is not just about who has the most numbers. Democracy is also about accountability and the truth. There's a saying that Parliament can vote that the world is flat. That doesn't mean it's actually true. That doesn't make it so. So you have to balance your majority against also doing the right thing and especially not defending the wrong thing with your majority. You can't just use your majority to defend corruption. So once again, on ESCOM, former President Mbeki is saying, we should be investigating. We should be finding out who these ministers are. And I, for one, agree. I want to know who the ministers are. These allegations came out a while ago. We still don't know. Palapala happened a year ago, we still don't know. The Tabo Besta thing was like a few weeks ago and we already know so much because we as the public and the media and political parties came together to ensure that at least what little accountability even on that we now have, we got. But we can't get these things uncovered if one party is going to block accountability on some of these important matters. So. Once again, when it comes to ESCOM, we need to be able to inquire into these things. And senior members of the ANC, this is not an anti-ANC thing because it's even coming from within the ANC. But we have a problem in our country where the most powerful people don't get held accountable. Fall guys and fall women can be held accountable. Small people who are not masterminds can be held accountable. But when it comes to the masterminds, when it comes to the most powerful people in corporate South Africa or right at the top of politics, suddenly there's an excuse for accountability. And that's what former President Thabo Mbeki was saying, both on ESCOM and on Palapala. And that's what he was writing to Paul Mashadile about. So let's come on to the third part of this. What are the implications? What does it mean more deeply? Well, after the letter, you can imagine the ANC was quite shocked as they often are. And the ANC then said, well, let's try and have a meeting with former President Mbeki and let's meet behind closed doors. Now, this is my problem with South African politics in general and the ANC in particular, is that they always try to resolve things behind closed doors. So the public never really gets to see things. I want to know what happened in that meeting. What did former President Mbeki say? Because even the reporting that's come out of it where there's some leaks from unnamed sources say he stuck to his guns. 
What did he do when he went into Lutuli House? Did he go in there and say, look here, the president has a case to answer and I want to know why this party has not made him answer that. What did people respond? What did Gwede Mandashe say to that? What did Paul Mashatile himself, who received the letter, say? What did Figile Mbalula think? What did Nomvula Mokonyane, the DSG of the ANC, think? So it's a pity that we didn't get to see that conversation, and it's a pity that we don't get to see the way these things play out in public, transparently. But rather it's, let's meet behind closed doors, let's find a solution, let's all come out smiling. Now, we haven't heard from President, former President Mbeki since that meeting, but the ANC did release a statement and they said, well, there was a collegial and comradely meeting. So what does that mean? We have no idea. Because at past collegial and comradely things, chairs have flown. So you never really know what actually could have happened in that meeting. And it's a pity we never got to find out. What do you think happened? Drop a comment below with how you think that meeting went. Also with your views on this wider question. Look, from my side, I think we're really reaching a turning point just as we get before the 2024 election. These things are not going to go away. Palapala is not going to go away. As much as the president may wish it away, it is still here, and there are still serious questions, suspicions of money laundering. Did you see that gold mafia documentary which shows in our region that there are serious questions of the way that money leaves the country? When U.S. dollars are found in a senior politician's private residence, you must be very, very afraid and very worried. So there are serious allegations. Same with ESCOM. Load shedding is bad enough, but if there's also corruption in the mix and people are actually lining their pockets with your darkness, then you have to ask serious questions. So these questions are not going to go away, and the ANC has a choice to make as the election comes up. Because I can guarantee those who support the ANC listening right now, if you continue to bury your head in the sand and defend the indefensible, you're going to get punished at the polls in 2024. But if you can start to demonstrate, I mean, who knows if it can really happen, but if you start to demonstrate, no, we're going to start holding our leaders accountable, no matter who they are, then maybe South Africans will start believing this whole renewal thing. But up to now, otherwise, it's just going to ring hollow and it's just going to look like a shtick. So what have we learned? There was a serious letter from former President Mbeki to... Deputy President Paul Mashadile, President Mbeki is saying, pala pala, we need answers, and the ANC should use its majority in parliament to get those answers. Same for ESCOM. And this has wider implications for South African politics, for accountability, and for the 2024 election. Tell me your thought. We're on the road to 50,000 subscribers. Like, share, comment. I was looking at our video analytics the other day and I realized that if everyone who watches our video subscribed, we'd be on like 200,000 subscribers right now. Shout out to everyone for sharing the videos. This channel is exploding and it's really wonderful to see that happen. But let's get on the road to 50K subs. Like, let's do this, people. We need 100K soon. Before the election, we have to get 100K because then like, we're just gonna invite every party leader to SMWX so they can have a real conversation on this platform. Thanks for all your support. Like, share, subscribe. Tell me if you're enjoying this analysis format and I'll check you again 
on another episode of SMWX. Aye, aye. The Caesar Mbofu Welsh Experience Podcast. Aye, 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 aye.